Today on Locked on Rockies, a really horrendous loss for the Rockies last night, and it highlights an important thing. The Rockies cannot afford to blow quality starts. They have to win those games like last night, or else they're going to find themselves on the wrong side of the leaderboards. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Rockies Podcast for today, the 12th day of April in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies Podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, you are in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day. And we are proud to be your first listen of the day. I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Been following the team my whole life and been bringing you this pod now for almost three seasons. Today on the Lockdown Rockies podcast, we are going to talk about the importance of of quality starts for the Rockies, how rare they might be, and how the Rockies cannot afford to miss out on wins like they did last night. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Folks, it is a simple, simple thing today. It's unacceptable to lose a baseball game like that the Rockies cannot lose ball games late like that yes it was a the booted ball sure and and Ryan McMahon and, and things of that nature but it shouldn't have gotten to that spot anyway and Ryan McMahon is going to make that play 99 more times it was a simple case of some bad luck sure but The Cardinals scored seven runs after the departure of Kyle Freeland. Seven. Kyle Freeland held them to two runs. A quality start. The Rockies were sitting with a four-run lead. If this bullpen is not capable of holding four-run leads, then it's over. It's game over. Game, set, match. It's done. And the leading killer of it Walks, good golly, the walks. The Rockies need to throw strikes. The Rockies need to attack the zone. The Rockies cannot afford to give free passes. What do you think is going to happen when you give Nolan Arenado an opportunity in a big situation? What do you think is going to happen when you give an offense that is looking to break out multiple free uh, passes? Look at the drop-off here. I mean, it's... It's it's just so disheartening. I mean, this is we talked about this all last season. That was a classic Rockies letdown of Kyle Freeland. This time, not the offense letting him down because honestly, the six runs was uh, you know the Rockies certainly could have scored more, but the the Rockies did do their job offensively and and came up with some big hit. And every single starter for the Rockies got a hit last night. And it should have been enough to win that ball game. It should have been enough. It was so disheartening. Lux A says, what was the error with Rymack? He booted the uh, uh, ground ball. That would have ended the, uh, the, the fifth 
or no, not the fifth, uh, the seventh before Arenado got back up. But even at that point, you're, you're going into the ninth inning with a two-run lead at that point. Actually, no, wait, no. No, it's tied up going into the ninth. And then it just goes completely haywire. Three runs in the top of the ninth at home? I mean, I know it's Coors Field, but it's supposed to be the Rockies doing that. Pierce Johnson, two walks, three earned, three hits. Denilson Lamette, a walk, a hit, an earned run. Jake Bird, a walk, a hit. It's a waste of a quality start because now, now, the Rockies are at a significant disadvantage to win the ball game, win the series, win a ball game today. The drop off of the rotation is real. This is where the moments in games like last night is where the bullpen has to also step up and shine. Yes, the error from Rymac kills, sure, but there shouldn't have been that much damage to be done. If, if your bullpen is, is, is kind of the standard, is what you want in, at the major league level right now, there should be little traffic even getting on. Yes, the Rockies could have scored more, absolutely. And the error is super costly. But just like we've seen, just like we were asking about here, throughout the early part of this season, when is... Where's the step up? Where's the bounce back? When do the Rockies punch back when they face the adversity? They have been able to squeak out some wins. They have had only one dominant, real dominant win. But when will the Rockies consistently string something together? They had the Cardinals on the ropes. They were dominating the game. CJ Crone hit a ball off of the Heltenberger. That game has to end in a Rockies win. And, and, and since it doesn't, it highlights the issues with the Rockies. The Dodgers don't lose that game. The Padres don't lose that game. The Giants don't lose that game. Diamondbacks, maybe. But that's my point. Those are just division rivals to compare to. The good teams, the excellent teams, the competitive teams, the teams locked and ready to go win those games. They bounce back from the bobbled ball. They bounce, They don't get in a situation where a missed ground ball is going to lead, uh, uh, you know, end up costing you three runs. Of course, that's also on Ryan McMahon. Of course. But that's the difference. The Rockies have yet to show us that they can win that game last night. And it's disappointing, too, because Kyle Freeland continues to be money. Money. I mean, yes, the home runs, sure. But, I mean, that's it's that's two solo shots. That's it. I mean, that's that's the damage done there. I mean... And then giving up four hits outside of that, a couple of with five strikeouts, a couple of walks there too. You hate to see a crooked number when it comes to the walk, but 
That's a solid, solid line, folks. You cannot waste that. You cannot waste that start at home. You cannot waste that line when you have a four-run lead at home. You have to win that game. That is a tough loss for the Colorado Rockies. That is a brutal loss for the Colorado Rockies. <sighs> well, let's let's break down some more. Let's 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 dive into what what to like. And yes, there is Rockies news. It seems to be. I don't know if it officially happened yet, but let me see here. Yep, I. Uh, we will have the Rockies news uh, that we need to talk about. Let's talk about uh, the uh, IL move. Let's talk about the call up. Let's talk more Rockies baseball here coming up in segment number two. But before we do that, got to tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And guess what? Baseball back in action. You all know, and there's no better place to get in on all the MLB action than FanDuel. America's number one sports book. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today and get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 FanDuel, the official partner of major league baseball. This is the locked on Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the locked on podcast network, where you can find us streaming live on the locked on Rockies YouTube channel. You can be part of the show, just like Joel DeGrace and Lux ace hanging out in the live chat today. Butta joins as well and says, Rockies fan in Washington State, frowny face. Yep. I can relate to that, Butta, 100%. Luxe says, Freeland is better than Marquez. Hey, so far to, this, uh, to the season, that is the case. There might be an argument there, but uh, I don't know. Mar Herman is still pretty good. And speaking of Herman Marquez, Herman Marquez is heading to the IL. Now, the this is a bummer. Uh, we talked about a thin uh, starting rotation. It just got more thin over the next uh, few weeks for the Rockies. And now games like last night become even more important. You cannot let down your starting pitcher. You can't. You simply cannot. Every quality start the Rockies get for the entire season is an opportunity the Rockies cannot afford to squander because right now you're not feeling confident about the rotation whatsoever outside of Kyle Freeland. Now with Herman Marquez injured, that adds a whole other layer of, of, of worry to this. If the Rockies are going to survive an early season slog, an early season slump, and 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 try to fight and stay above five or get back to 500 and play that 500 ball or play that competitive ball that they believe in, this makes it a lot more difficult, and you don't really know who's going to come up and fill this uh, fill this position, and certainly not to the caliber that Herman Marquez is. But for me, ESPN here. The Colorado Rockies placed right-hander Herman Marquez on the 15-day injured list and recalled hot-hitting Nolan Jones from AAA today. 
Marquez has inflammation in his right forearm, 2-1 and one with a 4.41 ERA in three starts this season, striking out 13 and walking two batters in 16. And the third, Marquez uh, is very close to uh, a bunch of Rockies milestone. I'm sure he's incredibly frustrated uh, by this, but hopefully it really is just the after this stint on the IL, he uh, that inflammation goes down. He's feeling okay, but... Oh, forearm, forearm tightness, forearm swelling in your pitcher is certainly something you uh, never, never want to see. Uh, uh, however, for Nolan Jones, Nolan Jones, 24, is batting 359 with a 1351 OPS through 10 games at Albuquerque. He has driven in 14 runs, and his 14 hits include six homers and two doubles. He's already started games at first base, third base, left field, right field, designated hitter. So, you know, he's going to be all over the place for the Rockies. They're uh, exciting to see. Nolan Jones could definitely uh, provide some little extra thump in the lineup. Could be exciting. And he certainly wants to come out and, and, and make a name for himself here on the scene. Uh, yeah, we, we, we hope that hot start from Albuquerque can translate to the major league level. Because, uh, you know, again, you, you ask yourself, is it worth how many how many more Mike Mustakas starts are we do we think is worth it over over these uh, Nolan Joneses and uh, as Lux Ace po- uh, uh, points out a Triple A, a Tulia swinging the bat well there as well, especially if the Rockies if the Rockies lose Herman, they should be they should be punting to the young guys way sooner than they thought because it is gonna be ugly. <laughs> I I mean. I want to have confidence. I want to have faith. But I can't sit here and say that I think the Rockies are going to win this series after the Cardinals came alive, got their bats going up against a pitcher for the Rockies that hasn't gone past the third inning. Hasn't gone past the second inning, really. Second and some change, maybe. And Austin Gomber has been underwhelming, and so has Feltner. And and, and so I'm assuming it's Lambert. Maybe Siebold gets a, a, a chance at the starting rotation here now with Herman Marquez. That is a tough one. I mean, it really, it really is. If if Herman misses extended amounts of time, this this Rockies team has to be willing to punt the season. Uh, they got to be. It, it it simply makes no sense. Uh, Luxace on the on the heels of that question says, "Do you think there's a chance we lose 100 games this season, or you think we will be better than last season?" That's still been the question. I still don't think this is a hundred loss team. I think that what we saw. Last night shows that the Rockies offense is certainly capable of of making Coors Field a little bit of a nightmare for, for people. And there are going to be teams that are going to catch the Rockies at the wrong time. I, I, the, the pitching staff certainly is a massive concern, but the hope is that if the pitching staff struggles, the offense won't and the offense can bail out the the poor pitching. Everyone has thought the Rockies were going to lose 100 games. This, If they keep losing these games, if they lose, if they keep losing the games last night, if they keep blowing leads in the 6th and the 7th and, and losing games late, there is a chance the Rockies lose 100 games. Yeah, certainly. Because they don't have enough, they do not have enough starting pitching depth to carry them through bad stretches. They are going to have to out-hit teams. They are going to have to win that 10-9 to ball game at Coors Field like last night. They're going to need to storm back like they, they like they have, uh, you know, in innings against the Nationals 
and, and the, the inning last night. They're going to have to be a better offensive team. They should be a better offensive team than last year, especially with the players that are on the team. But uh, for a matter of that, that, that does loom large. And, and, and the more time that Herman Marquez misses, the bigger and bigger impact that'll have on the Rockies, especially in this thin rotation. And the more likely the Rockies find themselves further below 500. But again, if this front office and if this team really believes in as highly as they did, and we are getting an update, Profar lead off home run here to lead off the game for the Rockies, exactly what they need. Uh, I don't have my, uh, my, uh, my feed up yet. Cause we'll, we're, we got one more segment and then we all can get to the game, but see, that's, that's what we, that's, that's what we'll talk about. Let's finish up on how do the Rockies handle this depth? It's by doing what they did last night on the offensive side. Let's talk about that here coming up in segment number three. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at Ultimate Baseball GM. The Ultimate Pro Baseball GM is the coolest game I've played in a long time, especially if you thought it would be great to be a major league GM. And I know you, as Rockies fans, certainly have. And uh, if you've had the same thought and you want to run your own team, go and download the Pro Baseball GM app right now. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise. You're going to have to hire the right coaches and staff. You're going to manage those team finances. you got to scout and draft players and manage through those difficult personalities and injuries. Do you have what it takes? Can you manage a roster? Can you balance a budget? Can you do it all? Well, you're going to be tested with the Ultimate Baseball Pro GM. Uh, the Ultimate Baseball GM. It's completely free and playable offline. Go play on the go and where and when you want to locked on Rockies listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out, download the game. Just visit pro scan the code or look it up in app stores. That's pro ultimate baseball GM start your dynasty today. This is the locked on Rockies podcast. The Rockies are currently Looking hot to start off this game as they get a uh, Jerickson Profar leadoff home run. And the offense is going to have to be the factor, going to have to carry the Rockies and going to have to stay hot. The Rockies have scored 13 runs, now up to 14 runs in this series here against the Cardinals. The Rockies have been scoring a lot at home since that one to nothing win against the Nationals. The Rockies have scored at least five runs in the net and then the following five games that is a good sign for this Rockies offense they are and and the, the 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 real fact of the matter is and they're still leaving a ton of people on if this team was actually it was was coming up a little bit more clutch was driving more runners in with scoring in, in runners in scoring position in this team would be scoring a lot more runs and you can already feel this new looks uh, the new look offense have an effect you feel more confident when you see this Rockies lineup come together even when you still see the harsh reminders of some of the Rocky stuff and, and the fact that this necessarily isn't the most intimidating lineup, but it is one that can do some damage, especially when the, the, the batters are seeing the ball and hitting the ball. Uh, well, TJ Crone, uh, you know, got back into the swing of things a little bit, still some, some bad strikeouts. The Rockies still are striking out, uh, you know, pretty tough 
on some of the strikeouts there. But this is a team that I think has is showing uh, uh, much more on the offensive side this year than last year. And Lux Ace's favorite player, Charlie Blackman, of course, is part of that. Charlie Blackman's been swinging the bat well. But how many times have we seen this season Chuck and KB stranded on second and third? Uh, I mean, it, 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 as much as they've the, those two have been swinging the bat pretty well, they're not drive getting driven in as much as we can. The team needs to continue to step on the gas, and it's led by a little bit more of an interesting threat. I think Jerks and Profar at the top is a really nice addition. I think Charlie Blackman being able to slide deeper in the lineup is a good thing. I think having a more uh, you know speedy, dynamic, uh, going to lay a bunt down maybe whenever you type of thing, but still can leave the yard type of guy in Jerks and Profar, that's a better option leading off. So uh, looks like the uh, this this team has to continue to score runs and they have to start doing, you know, be, be stepping up and scoring more. <laughs> I mean, now in this instance, you're going to have to back up this rotation. It's, it, and it's a good point, Joel. If it, it doesn't matter if you score six, if you're, you're, your bullpen and your rotation and give up seven, no, but you're going to have to fight that way. You're going to have to adjust that way. If you're not that confident and your, your bullpen and starting pitching isn't giving you enough. The Rockies are going to have to win shootouts. The Rockies are going to have to win these games because more likely than not, that's going to be the case. You will not see the Rockies shut out a lot of people. You will not see the Rockies. I really don't think you'll see the Rockies play a ton of low scoring games. They might get blown out and their offense might go stale and go cold as we, as we've certainly seen it. But I think it's, it's more likely that the Rockies are going to have to win these six, you know, these these full nine inning slugfest type of games then rely on really just about any part of their pitching staff outside of Kyle Freeland and before the injury, Herman Marquez. But you can certainly be much more encouraged by the Rockies offense. It's night even in the loss yesterday, the entire team getting a hit for the Rockies. Incredibly important and, and a very good sign as well the Rockies still can win this series and uh get one game under 500 they and then they got a Mariners team that's all you know back-to-back teams really looking to right the ship against this Rockies team so really perfect opportunity for this Rockies team to to uh uh to to, to send a little bit of a message to to kind of punch back against some of these teams that uh want to use these as just their 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 get right plans so it's a uh it it, it is a it is not going to always be pretty for the Rockies this year. But for them to win games, they're going to have to win the ugly ones. And last night shouldn't have been an ugly one, really. I mean, that one, you have to bounce back. And this Rockies offense certainly feels more capable, at least than last year's team, of being able to score some runs. We'll see if that continues, and we'll see if that happens on the road as they go up against a, albeit struggling, but Mariners team that has a lot of uh, good firepower as well. Our, you know, a lot of great pitchers there in Seattle. So we'll see how that goes down. Folks, 
Rockies baseball is underway, so let's get to the game. Let's wrap up the pod for today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Go check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball for your second listen of the day or the Locked On Buffs, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, or Locked On Nuggets podcast. And, folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.